Hey everybody, Mark Dawes here once again, and today I want to talk to you about refresher training. And the reason I'm doing that is I've had quite a few comments and people email me and message me on Facebook about refresher training and the fact that they're not getting refresher training in certain agencies and should they have refresher training. And this is something I've dealt with with employers in the past who say how often should we re refresh our people who've been trained in PI skills, restraint skills if you like. Um, do we need to do it annually or not? So I thought I'd cover that today because we've obviously been dealing with this quite a lot ourselves. And by the way, if you're watching this and you are due a refresher with us this year, I'll put a link somewhere in the text around this video, below the video, wherever, where we're carrying out a survey to ask you what you want as part of your refresher and upskilling this year. So if you are coming to us, you're NFPS trained, you're coming to us in March or September, please do that survey for us. It gives us a lot of information. Anyway, as you all know, the Health and Safety at Work Act is an Act of Parliament and therefore it has to be complied with. And that says that the employer has to give their staff information, instruction, training and supervision as is necessary. So we've got to train people, but the Act itself doesn't go into a refresher training. But the Management of Health and Safety at Work regulations do. And what the Management of Health and Safety at Work regulations say in Regulations 13 is this. It says training shall be repeated periodically where appropriate and be adapted to take account of any new or change risks to the health and safety of the employees concerned, and it should take place during working hours. It also goes on to say in the approved code of practice that sits under the regulations, that employers should review their employees' capabilities to carry out their work as necessary, and if additional training, including refresher training is needed, it should be applied. So there within health and safety legislation is saying that you should do refresher training. I mean, the only issue now is how often should you do it? Should you do it annually, biannually, once every two years, three years, whatever? Well, let's have a look at what some other agencies actually say about this. Sorry, I lose my teeth there. Well, the Security Industry Authority have said, and this is the SIE's rules on refresher training, Following the SIE meetings with PI endorsed providers and awarding organisations in March 2018, it was agreed by all involved that all endorsed providers would ensure that from the 1st of June 2018, extensions to physical intervention certificates are not to be granted. In exceptional circumstances only, and on a case-by-case -case basis, an approved provider may give an individual an extension, which is a maximum of 28 days. Then they go on to say, this does not mean a 28-day extension. So. If you are an SIA PI trainer and you need to be refreshed, then you've got to be refreshed annually. That's what the SIA are, trying, are saying, and you can't have an extension on that. Uh, having said that, if there are reasonable adjustments that need to be made, we have to take into consideration all of those issues there, and in exceptional circumstances, we can grant up to 28 days, but it doesn't mean we can just give you 28 days. That's their rules. Now, the Department of Health, if you're in the healthcare world, they have their own guidance on this. And the Department of Health Positive and Proactive Care document, which was issued in April 2014, says that the precise nature and extent of restrictive intervention techniques, as well as the frequency of refresher training, will depend upon the characteristics of the people who may require a physical intervention, the behaviours they present, the settings in which they are cared for, and the responsibilities of individual members of staff. As a minimum, staff should receive annual refresher training or professional development in accordance with skills for care and skills for health recommendations. And skills for health say this, proposed refresher period update refresher training for employees should be prioritized based upon risk assessment. Organizational implication, each healthcare organization will need to determine the required refresher training periods, ensuring that any agreed training schedule is incorporated into their local policy. And refresher training will be indicated 
for all staff if there is a change in national legislation, healthcare policy, or an organization has amended its policy locally. So basically, what we're looking at here is anytime something changes in legislation, in guidance, in best practice, then we need to update staff. And that doesn't mean they have to actually formally attend a refresher per se. That could be done by other means like online stuff, CPD events, um, literature given out, information and instruction given to them, correct supervision, debriefing, all those things come into play. It doesn't mean you have to attend a specific course. But it's important that obviously people are assessed and that's where the need to attend, attend certain aspects, particularly for the physical aspect, come in because you can't assess someone's physical skills online necessarily. Now we also have this new Act of Parliament come in, which is the Mental Health Units Use of Force Act. Uh, and this is in force now, although we are still waiting guidance from the Secretary of State for Health. And in part five of this Act, it says training in appropriate use of force. And it says the responsible person for each mental health unit must provide training for staff that relates to the use of force by staff who work in that unit. And then five brackets five says refresher training must be provided at regular intervals whilst the person is a member of staff. And then in five brackets six, it says in subsection five, refresher training means training that updates or supplements the training provided under subsection one. So this mental health units use of force act is actually now again reinforcing the need to actually refresh staff, particularly in PI skills or PMBA as you call it in healthcare or MBA, because it's important because physical skills are a degradable skill and over time they will degrade. So it's important that that capability, going back to regulation 13 if you like, a person's capability is regularly assessed so they are competent to the required level to do what they need to do because therefore by using the skills they reduce the risk. Now interestingly, some years ago, um, Her Majesty's Inspector of uh, Her Majesty's Inspector, excuse me, put my teeth in. Her Majesty's Inspector of Constabulary brought out this this issue about training, and they said this. It was in a subheading called "How Important Is It to Refresh?" And Her Majesty's Inspector of Constabulary highlighted the importance of refresher training in a report on officer safety training in 1997. In the report, Officer Safety: Minimising the Risk of Violence, it states. There are implications for forces and officers where refresher training is not undertaken within the set time limits or where it is inadequately administered. An officer whose time limit has expired may not only breach force instructions but could also be liable for civil negligence. So what that is sort of highlighting is if, let's say, a member of staff goes out, uses the skills they've been trained in, the restraint skills, the PI skills in, in, in this context, and that results in someone being injured by what they do, or another member of staff being injured in a, in a team approach, if it was highlighted that that person hadn't received any updated or refresher training, then they could actually say that person was negligent for taking part. However, under vicarious liability, the employer is highly likely and probably to pick up that liability for allowing a member of staff who, where they can't demonstrate they've been refreshed or updated or had good CPD, to actually engage in an activity that carries risk. So I hope that all makes sense. Again, for those of you that are coming to refresh with us in March or in September, I put a survey link underneath here because we're really interested in your in your feedback as to what we can put in this year's in this year's refresher to help you update your CPD and help you refresh and become more competent. So give us some information about what you'd like and we'll incorporate that in there. Um, and if you haven't trained with us uh, and you, you uh, with another provider but you're looking for some CPD, then by all means get in touch. We can help you with that too. And this goes back to what I said in another video. You know, it's 
you know, we're not, it's not gang warfare here. You know, we're here providing a service. We provide qualifications, we provide training, and we provide continual professional development. So if you are with whoever, if you're with the police, the prison service, another organisation, and you want to do some training with us, you're always, you'll always be made welcome because it's good to continually update your CPD. Okay, that's all for now. If you'd like to leave a comment below, please do so. If you found this useful, please share it. And if you have any questions whatsoever, get in touch. Thanks for watching and I'll be back soon.